Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yo, 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 we're back in studio. Love being back here in the good old New York City, East Village, Gas Digital Studios. Here with my brother from another mother, Dave Smith, the most consistent motherfucker in all of everything. Dave, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. Good to be back. Hell yeah, dude. I missed you last week. I missed you last week, Davey. Fucking went on Rogan. I did. Shout out to uh, yourkratom.com. I mentioned you on there. I thought you mentioned Yo Kratom on there. I was like, good job, dude. Finally, doing one for the sponsors. No, did not mention Yo Kratom. What did you say about me on Joe Rogan? I denied knowing you. Oh, damn. And, uh, and Jay also. You know, that's No, but not, I made a joke out of it. And then I said not, you guys were very funny. Yeah, yeah, that's not really mentioning me as much as it's trying to distance yourself from me. Well, I think it's both. Yeah, a little bit. I, yeah, I certainly mentioned you. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. Well, thank you, Dave. I appreciate the mention on Rogan. Did oh, he it's... did he react at all? Or did he was like, I almost a, feel like at this point, stare came across his like face. he doesn't hear the words. <laughs> you know, like he's like he's like, oh yeah, you should see, you should go hang out with my friend. Womp, 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 womp. And he's like, really? He goes, Dave, that's weird. You just zoned out there for yeah, a that's minute. Very weird. Very interesting. Uh, no, of course I, I do, kid. I, I think Joe Rogan's great, and I hope that uh, he keeps on having all of my friends on as often as possible. It fucking rules. No, it's pretty. It it's does. Pretty I sweet. mean, technically, if my friends are being elevated, I do get to reap the benefits of that elevation, right? Yeah, you can crash on my couch. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my patience with Joe Rogan. I gotta be honest with you. I, I've been very nice for a long fucking time, and I'm about to fucking go to war. Well, if it. Uh... If it makes you feel any better, he will never know that you went to war with him. Does it make me feel better? Oh, he'll know. Oh, he'll know. He'll know. But you how? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to tell if him. You could, if and he doesn't Dylan answer your phone calls. Him, well, he doesn't have my, I don't have his Tim. number, so it's not him not answering my phone calls. I have a, I have a number. Here, you, it was right it was once his number. Maybe what if it, what if his number again? I'll call right now. Let's see. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Lewis. Hey, <laughs> hey, Mr. Rogan. You want to do the show tomorrow? <laughs> Are you in town? Let's see. Uh, Joe R. Or is it under Rogan two? I think it's under Joe R. Here we go. I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Oh, it is Please a number. Please try your call again later. Yeah, Bye. I don't think he disconnects it. He's rich enough to just continue to pay for numbers that he doesn't use anymore. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. God damn it. This is, that, that phone that you're calling is underneath a huge pile of cash just vibrating <laughs> right now somewhere at Joe Rogan's house. No one hears it. Because is that pile of cash vibrating? I lost, nah, that, I lost that phone in my money room. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's just said somewhere in there. Good luck. Goes, you know what? I'm sorry. I, if you can find it, you can keep it. <laughs> I was doing jujitsu in my money room. Victor, I, 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 I was just gonna say that he. I was. I happened to listen to a clip, and he changes his phone every month. His number. Every month now. It's not true. This yeah, he Dave, said. He said. He Dave changed, has. I, Dave actually knows this. Whatever that, clip that, you heard, whatever it is, Vic, it was. Uh, you know. Well, that's what he told Tom Segura. So maybe there's uh, that's for the public to he wants the public to think that you know what is a weird thing is that he does he has changed his number often and what he'll do uh, is he'll text you from his new number and he'll be like hey this is Joe this is my new number yeah but you have no way of knowing this if is actually really Joe Rogan and not just someone who has your number yeah who's texting you hey this is Joe Rogan this is my new number and so there's always a time where for the first few text messages I'm like. Is someone just fucking with me? Dude, that's here? a hilarious prank. Or is there like, dude, that, I'm be going a great to, fucking prank, dude, by the I, way. I mean, first of all, James has a phone that I have. Nobody's ever got his number. So I'm going to do this <laughs> to Tim Dillon, Mark Norman, all of these guys. And I'm going to, then I'm going to fuck thought, with them. That so is easy. the greatest dude, plan. He booked me from this number. <laughs> and I just, I just have to kind of go like, I'm pretty sure this is him, right? Yeah. Like he wouldn't, someone wouldn't be this mean. What a great prank that would be. And then, but then he, he was like, uh, this is when he switched his number last time. Then he's like, dude, I want to have you back on. And he, uh, 
then I get an email from like one of his guys, like f- booking flights and hotels and shit. And I was like, dude, if someone went to this elaborate of a fucking thing to prank me, like flew me out and put me up just to get to the studio and be like, we don't, what the fuck are you doing yeah. here? I would have, I would go, that's the greatest prank. Well, that would ever. be a very elaborate prank. I think, I think I would, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell Tim Dillon to put money into a bank account for me. <laughs> like that. Listen, trust me. Because you want to go 50 50 on yeah, the, I was like, like, yeah, everything we do together from yeah, now on is 50 50. I'm just going to need you to send me $2 million right now and we're equal partners. <laughs> and then you, you're going to make hundreds of millions yeah. off of this. Let's do it, Tim. Why not? These are all great ideas. Uh, yeah, anyway, shout out you're gonna to You're going to need Rogan. to send it to a New Jersey bank. Shout out to the great Joe Rogan. I, I do, kid. I do, not, I do not want war with Joe Rogan. Why don't you try to be friends with John Anik? That's actually a better. It's a better plan. That's why well, I fucked speed. it up. I had Bisping. I, you know what, guys? I'm, I feel like I'm moving away from being friends with people that are relevant in the yes. MMA community. You used to do an MMA podcast with Bisping, and now you do an MMA podcast with a guy who's r- randomly on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. you're going down on this ladder. Yeah, used to do a show with Bisping. Now we do a show with this thing. Hell yeah! Hey, <laughs> not bad. Pew <laughs> 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 <Beep>, pew. <laughs> Thanks, Natalie. Thanks, Natalie. I'm going to kill myself. Uh, anyway, so look, we have a great show planned today. Lots to talk about. Obviously, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about uh, Jan Janan's victory over Mackenzie Dern, which a lot of people um, were sort of, uh, I think, overranking Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie's great, you know, obviously great jujitsu, but I think she has some holes in her game. Uh, she's got a few losses now in the UFC. So, I, you know, you almost feel bad for her. It, it almost reminds me of like. I concur. Thanks, Dave. Dave did not watch the main event. No, I did. How would I be able to concur <laughs> if I hadn't watched it? You concur. Okay. Well, what happened in the fight? Don't well, look at the notes. Don't look at the notes. Don't I'll, look at the tell notes. You, I'll tell you right now. I think people are overrating Dern because <laughs> you know, she's got some good jujitsu, but she has a few losses in the <laughs> UFC, and she took another one on yes. Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Look, uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time it's talking about It's very hard. Look, if I'm just being honest. Please. It's very hard for me to get interested in in female MMA, except for a few people. There's a Champions few people fights. who get there's there's like maybe four or five uh, female MMA fighters who I'm like, oh yeah, if they're fighting, I want to watch their they? fight. Um, it's uh, Amanda Nunes, Valerie Shevchenko, um, Rose Yamanunas, Yamanunas. Yo, Rose, <laughs> Jose, Jose Alda Banunas, <laughs> Rose Namabubis. Um, that's three. I said four or five, and I gave you three. <laughs> um, all right, I'll that's get, really I'll it. get I back agree. to you. Look, I, I don't really know. I don't know if I can. That, I don't know well, if I can Car- name another I'm not like if Carla Esperanza, uh, Esparza is fighting. I'm not like, oh yeah, I gotta watch her fight. I'm just not. Right. I don't know. That's that's the truth. By the way, that is more than I would give female sports in any other sport. And outside honest, of the I'm MMA. also even with any of those chicks, I'm probably not missing anything important in my life to go watch that fight. I'm still- if it was just for that one, usually it's like if right before Amanda Nunes fights, there's going to be like, I don't know, some fucking amazing fight that I really want to see between two men, then like I'll be like, yeah, I want to watch both of those fights. But if it was just Amanda Nunes fighting, I'm probably not missing anything I care about yeah, in order no, to yeah. watch it. But I, again, like there's not I couldn't name you a WNBA player. I yeah. couldn't name anyone. So I don't know. No, there are female fighters that I enjoy watching. You know, you know, uh, uh, obviously, you want to enjoy check. She's going to be an exciting Yo, fight. Yo, I like you know? that's, that's a good uh, example. Wang Zhang Li. Going to be an yes. exciting fight every time. Rose, exciting fight every time. They're just fucking. Except for last time. The, well, the, look, the, these are badass fighters, and obviously, they're, they're exciting. But the reality is, I'm still a little old school. I, the, my formative years of becoming an MMA fan, it was about these big fucking dudes being locked in a cage and who's the baddest fucking man on the planet. And a woman was never going to be in that. She was never going to, she was never going to, you know, like, but when you consider pound for pound, like, you know, it's like women, it's hard for me to even rank a woman pound for pound because it's like, okay, what are we, what game are we playing here? This is silly. This is yeah, silly thing. Men. It's like, yeah, yeah. A couple of cavemen, you guys. What are. do you come on, Vic? What do you you like female MMA, Vic? Who's your favorite female MMA fighter? Uh, Shira. 
No, <laughs> uh, no I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested in Mackenzie Dern. I'll, I'll watch, though. I mean, I don't know. Mackenzie's also a smoke show. I've met Mackenzie Dern. Um, she trains under Jason Perillo at Team Ruka. Um, so I, I, I've seen her train, and she's super sweet, dude. Really sweet girl. And fucking hot, dude. She's hot. Dude. Pull up the, uh, there was a, there's a picture of her recently when she's like in the crowd at a big UFC event. She looks great, dude. Looks great. So I like that. But, but the fighting has become stale lately with the women. Yeah, this is the photo. She's I fucking- mean, all right. Uh, there's, I like that you tried to turn around the misogyny by going, but she's hot. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just don't like, I don't, I don't, we're talking about things that are like entertainment to us. I don't have to like fucking lie about what I enjoy is yeah. entertainment. I, I'm not being a dick. It's, it's like when true. those like it, it, I was reminded. What was that? There's the thing um, we were talking about before out there, but there's the thing. I, I guess I just seen people tweeting about it. But on Netflix, there's like a gay rom com that is like the oh, new thing. Billy Eichner, his new movie, and he's saying that like homophobes are. Look, wait, hold on, Natalie, as the resident uh, homo homo here, can you give us some information about this? Bros, that's the name of it. Bros, Bros. that's right. And I'm just like. It's like, first off, you're like, okay, does it make me a homophobe to not watch it? You're like, well, first off, I wouldn't be watching some random rom-com on Netflix anyway. Right. But yeah, also probably if I was, it wouldn't be a gay one. It wouldn't be a gay one. I don't know. It is. There is no, are there any other, is there any other gay movies where it's like that? I just say, I don't hate gay people. I don't think there should be laws against gay people, but I'm just like. Yeah, Philadelphia I would watch because it was a compelling movie with Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. And the gay Washington. guy dies in it, so yeah. Dave can get behind and that. And fucking obviously God had a hand in what ended up happening ultimately there. He sent you a message as Philadelphia, clearly as Philadelphia, or as I call it, divine intervention, Elfia. <laughs> I'm interested in bros because it's about podcasters. It's about, po- it's about yeah. gay podcasters? Yeah, podcast, get yeah. out of town. No, I'm in. Can we see the trailer for I'll a second? i be honest, that does pull me back in a little bit. I, does, I, don't, look, I don't give a shit about... Um, you know, I'm trying Let's, to think what I said in the other room was I go, look, if the fucking like one of the main characters in Breaking Bad were gay dudes, I'd still fucking love Breaking Bad. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, oh, because the show is so awesome. But don't like tell me like I have. You know what I mean? Like you have to watch yeah, it. My favorite like, character on television right now. Jeffrey Dahmer's a gay dude. Yeah. And he kills other gay dudes. So again, it's, it's all divine intervention. Net positive, dude. He fucking is responsible for like the deaths of dirt thirty gay dudes. He's like, so listen, I'm like, I'll accept this one gay dude. He's like sent from heaven. Yes. He goes, listen, I'm gay, but there are less gays <laughs> because of me. So I'm a net negative gay. <laughs> is this hate speech, Natalie? I don't know. It's an MMA podcast. We're keeping it MMA. Vic is literally, but if you, but if you, I'm looking at Vic right now. We have him on a video feed right now. He's actually pulling his hair out right now. He's worried about sponsors. Vic's like, Vic's like, look, the numbers are doing great. Let's keep talking about what's going on in MMA. Not so much banter. And we're like, okay, cool, cool. But let's just start with this clan rally that we have next Friday, and then we'll get into the fights. Vic, and that's our kidding. thing. We don't hate gays for real. You know what's funny is I would believe that, but there were people on the message boards that were mad and arguing that, against the fact that Patricio, Patricky Pitbull is not the pound for pound oh. greatest MMA fighter in the world. They actually took you and I seriously when we were doing that. Well, first of all, I will tell you right <clears> now, <throat> I I do think Patricky Pitbull is the greatest MMA fighter of all time, and I think we should actually get behind him, Vic. All right, uh, I'm in. I'm in. Can we the sponsor him? Bull, Nate Diaz. He's yeah. a Bellator fighter. What is it going to be? Four hundred dollars to get on his shorts <laughs> at the most. I bet you. I bet you for for less than a grand we can get him to fucking uh, shave it into his head. Yo, MMA rap our logo. If you just give him the money and it's a charitable contribution, it might help you on your taxes. <laughs> Keys in the racist live chat says Dahmer was a solution. Love it. Thank you, Keys. Natalie, uh, did you do you have the trailer for Bros? I'd love to see this. I know people were talking about it. Thank you. I, I didn't need a cup of creamer, you fucking dumb fucking dickhead. This is why you're not my assistant this year. Tom? I have an assistant at Skankfest. I have an assistant at Skankfest every year, and Tom was my assistant last year, and he failed me left and right. All the live long day, Tom was failing me. He was failing Who's you as your assistant? assistant? This year? Is it Coop? Uh, no, uh, Laura. Laura Schumacher. I, uh, I, I love Tom. I do not think he would be a reliable assistant. No, he's off trying to get his dick sucked. Yeah, that's fest. just not what and you I'm want. And I'm like, where are my wraps? <laughs> I need somebody to ask if I'm talking about my hand wraps or a sandwich, Tom. And I want Can both of them a, to be there. Give Dave a beer. better with the sandwich wraps in the fight, by the way. Dude, if I wrap my oh, hands oh, oh, oh. with sandwiches, I would actually... 
I would actually be able to beat Harrington because Harrington would start biting my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so Harrington, why did you just lean into that punch? Well, I washed my hands of Harrington. He was tweeting about Hocus Pocus. Somebody's washing their hands. What were you saying? He was tweeting about Hocus Pocus? He was tweeting about Hocus Pocus too. And you know, Booger Beard's out there watching anything but Disney Plus. He's yeah. just watching game film. Yeah, he's Harrington. If this guy uh, Booger Beard is really not training at all, Harrington's got to win this fight, man. If Harrington doesn't win the fight against a guy who's not training, it's not that's Harrington bad. Needs to put, leave his gloves in the ring. It's gang fest. <laughs> it's over. Like Randy Couture, but Booger Beard very well could be training, dude. I've been trying to emulate Booger Beard in our training sessions, so I just come at him all wildly, and I'm like, Ugh. well, that's kind of. I, I fuck Harrington up. That style Harrington's not but, good against. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's there. Isn't there something? I mean, you could speak to this better than me, right? Because you like train, but I think there is something to. It's um when when you're training, you're kind of dealing with like boxing fundamentals, and you're training against guys who are boxing, and it's a little bit different to like fight someone who isn't boxing. And is not doing any of the shit that you're used yeah. to seeing. Yeah. Who's coming at you completely unorthodox. Now, over time, the technique is is more likely to work out. You know what I mean? But like, if but there, it can be it can be, it can be something to it, it can be something to adjust to. to when like, you're when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't know the dance and they start flailing wildly, dude, you're just like you're just not expecting it to come from that angle. Yeah. You're not expecting it to come from with that timing. Like usually, like there's like you know. In fighting, there's almost like this, like back and forth, it's like ba 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 ba. You slip, you counter, you move. He's in, he's out. You're offensive and defensive. <coughs> you sort of go back and forth, and it's just sort of like, let me try to land on you. You're gonna try to land on me, um, and it's not as much chaos. Sometimes it can be chaotic, I think. But even even the guys that are really chaotic, you see the guys that sort of fucking go at each other in the UFC. There still is a, a rhythm. Lot of technique There's a to rhythm it, yeah. to it, you know? And I think that that's a, a, an X factor that we couldn't consider. If Booger Beer doesn't train at all and it just starts fucking throwing wild haymakers at him, Harrington can get caught because he's just not used to really dealing with that. He's used to dealing with fighters that are actually substantially better than him. Well, and, and the other thing is that you go, the thing is that, so with this dude, what, what were you saying? How much does he weigh? It's like 225? 230, yeah. Something like that. And how much does Dylan weigh? Dylan was like 180. No, not even a buck sixty-five, maybe something like that. He's a skinny kid. Okay, so, well, how skinny is he? I mean, I'm one eighty, and I'm not that much. Am I? I feel like you're skinny? a little bigger. You're a little thicker maybe, than Dylan. Maybe no I am. homo, but you're you got a thickness <laughs> to you. Uh, but so, but okay, so if he's one sixty, we're getting very bros right the, so, now on the show. Two podcasts well, just start kissing. But I'm just saying, Dylan did that right. Like he fought caught him wild and even though harrington's strategy did work out against dylan he did get hit a couple times yeah. and if a big, there's a very big difference between 160 pounder hitting you and a 230 pounder hitting you this yeah. is a very big thing like that guy touches you at all he might i mean i don't know but he might like fuck like harrington i don't know how much harrington weighs but Harrington, two hundred pounds, two twenty. We just weighed him the other day. You just weighed him. He's two twenty okay, right now. But, two, fuck. but Harrington's yeah, ideal, but Harrington's shit. ideal weight would probably be one ninety or something like that. I his mean, ideal weight? No, Harrington. If he was fighting, if Harrington was in really good shape, one seventy five. Yeah, like that's something. I'm saying he's like he might weigh that much, but his like frame isn't like that. He's that big of a dude. You yeah. know what I mean? No, he's a so that's guy. the issue for Harrington is that like there's you're fighting a we big, to, a we naturally can't spend bigger this guy. Much more time talking about Booger Beard and Harrington. It can't be three shows. That's in not a row. the whole show. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> Vic is not happy. I, I look. I'm just I'm, I'm seeing Vic, I'm seeing Vic on the the screen right now well, on but our it's monitor about fighting. It's about like kind I of agree. like the the what a fight really means on the see, lowest level. Can we see the trailer for Bros? I want to see if this is offensive. Because Dave is very up in arms. His right wing Christian conservativeness. Hey guys, it's By the way, can I say already? Just pausing it. You say, first of all, I'm not up in arms, but this is more than I've seen of it so far. I literally just brought this up the topic. This also looks like you, dude. I brought up the topic. It is me. I brought up the topic without hey, ever knowing anything about it. part of the problem. It. Here with Robbie Bernstein. <laughs> Yeah. The LGBTQ plus museum. Everyone is really excited and totally getting along. This happens to be Bisexual Awareness Week and no one has acknowledged it. Lesbian History Month was in March. Nobody said a goddamn thing. Of course, lesbians get a month and we get a week. I'll pause it. It looks fucking goddamn awful. I, I mean, that. Just, like this is the trailer. They this, threw this out for the trailer. This, That's some cringy horse shit, right? 
I mean, even gays don't like that. Natalie, you're not like, oh, I'm being represented. This no, rules. I um, I saw a different trailer like four months ago, and it got me because it was, it was. <laughs> this is gonna sound so fucked up. It's not. It wasn't as gay forward. It was right. more about them being podcasters and making an unusual kind of well, that's, new movie. It, it's like a normal movie in a way, right? Like with normals where a man and a woman are hooking up, mm-hmm. wouldn't Normal be, people. they wouldn't like open it with like, and we're straight and I'm yeah. attracted to women because I'm a man. Like you'd just be like, yeah, just let that be well, they're just the trying, plot. They're trying like, to write jokes like to make gay like, people to relate to, but it's, uh, I mean, look, what it's fine, but uh, that, but now Billy Eichner's mad that people aren't going to see his movie because he's saying that it's. But this is what a lot of people uh, do. We can, I was, we can I was watch just, more of it, by the but, way. But I'll just say, this is, I was talking to Vecchione about this uh, when we were hanging out just a second ago, but this is like a thing with like woke comedy in a way. I think part of this is why uh, woke comedy took off so much is because there's something really intoxicating about its appeal. Which is that, and this this started when we were younger in comedy. You'd see people do this, but it did. It hadn't taken off. But like, there is a built-in excuse. Like you're putting out an art form where there's a built-in excuse if people don't like it. <clears throat> if people don't like it, that's just because they're a bigot. That's just because you're not fucking. It's like, oh, you don't like this, but that's just because you're sexist. No. I'm a bigot, and I don't like that. Yes, <laughs> it's nothing like, to do. I with can it. be both. Yes. I can both. Hate gays and hate this movie. Can we see a little bit more of this, please? So what's happening? Didn't you guys have an announcement? This is a little unexpected, but we are in a throuple situation. You're in a throuple? Let me tell you what's progressive now. Being alone. I love my life. I love my freedom. I love my independence. That's kind of sad. That I don't want to be in a throuple. I don't even want to be in a couple. Damn. Bobby, I had sex with that 65-year-old. Jesus, he's ripped. I know, it's like they injected steroids into Dumbledore. Oh my God, that's Aaron. He's very hot. Gay guys are so stupid. I know. But you guys are really into it. This is getting good. It's getting hot. hot. <laughs> it turned into hot dudes dancing, and at least I got something. gay Tom Brady. All right, it's, it's a bit much. It's, um, you know, it's... I think part of the appeal is that he's supposed to be like, I'm not, gay. I'm gay, but I'm not like those gays. Yeah. That's like, he's supposed I to be the guess. character that you anchor to. I, I just, I think that the truth is that you shouldn't fucking hate gay people. They should have all the same rights as everybody else. Except to make <laughs> movies. <laughs> they should be able to do gay marriage. I'm cool with dude. Go fucking butt fucking. Go get married. Shit. Don't force your horse shit into my, into well, my entertainment. Most I think that most straight men are a little bit grossed out by gay shit. Yeah. And that, that I'm not saying they're right to be grossed out. I'm just saying they're not wrong to be grossed well, out. I they shouldn't say- impose that on them and they should, they should fucking, you remember like when we used to hang with Wayne and Ray and when they would kiss and there would be a little part of you that's like, uh, now part of that's because Ray was a child, but yeah. the other part of that was because they're both dudes. Yeah, and, and Wayne had lesions on his face. That was, there were Everything a lot of things yucky. going on. There like, were a lot of things going on in that yuck, in my opinion. If it was just two hot guys like Billy Eichner and but that guy in the baseball shorts. I, w- I would always say when that happened, you go, that's a me problem, not a them problem. They have a right to fucking kiss. They're a couple. They're our friends. You're like, okay, fine. But at the same time, I don't, I don't just want to watch this. If yeah. I'm turning on something to for entertainment at home, this isn't what I would pick. Here's what I'll say. I am less grossed out. Like, like when I was younger, if I saw two guys kissing, I would be legitimately grossed out. Like, grossed out. When I saw you and Jay kiss, I was legitimately grossed yes, out. Yes, it was. It was very real. But, it's but only, you didn't only, warn it's me. Only, I didn't expect but hold on. it. It's only because... I have not, like when I was younger, it just didn't happen. You didn't know anybody who was gay. When I, I grew up in the 90s in Rockland County suburbs, there was just nobody who was really gay or out, right? It Especially turns out there my were age. gay there people, and then you find out, plot twist, it was you. But they weren't, they weren't out there kissing each other in public. That just wasn't happening. So I think, I, mean, I don't know if it's the times or the fact that I just moved to a city that has a lot of fucking gay dudes. At this point, I've just seen it. I'm, I'm very desensitized. So I'm not like, there's not like a reaction where I'm like, oh my God, even like, Two gay guys holding hands walking down the street. I think when I first moved here when I was 19 years old, I would have been like, whoa, that's fucking wild, right? It's just a different, it's a much, much different time now. I don't know that if America's ready for this, and I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying when I see this movie, this is going to sound hateful, 
Uh-huh. It just looks wrong. <laughs> Not that there's gay people existing, that it's a movie that we're watching it. It doesn't make sense. It's just like, you know, I'm, when they first came out with Toy Story, at first when they first screened it, people were like, that's not how what cartoons look. This what isn't is this? right. Maybe that's the future of movies. It's real life and it's a cartoon. <laughs> this yes. isn't what Jesus wanted. Natalie, please chime in. Are we being very ignorant right no, now? No, I am I just want to say that this movie has the same target audience as every other rom-com which is women and it's just not for you guys but you think women like this shit yeah no. women who liked train wreck will love this you think so yeah i think so well isn't this movie tanking isn't that the reason why it's in the news right now because billy eichner said that homophobes are tanking his movie you know more about it? i don't i don't as know as a homophobe coop he said yeah he said basically implied that homophobia was the reason the movie's not well we are a couple of homophobes who are trying to tank this movie right now his we're trying 100 percent People are secretly uncomfortable with it and they don't want to watch that. No, I'm, I, but by the way, I'm saying, I don't think it's a secret. I think it's like, yeah, most, like, look, most guys don't really want to watch a rom com. But if their chick really wants to watch a rom com, they'll go, okay, I'll watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall with you or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, or whatever the fucking movie is. Um, but they're, they'll go, but not this. I'm not watching the rom-com where there's not even like a chick involved who yeah. the guy's trying to get. Yeah. I don't know. No hot chicks. You, uh, you know what probably would have helped the movie if it was if the main character was an MMA fighter? Huh? It would have. Came totally around right Why are you there. trying to insert MMA into this podcast? By the way, right? MMA movies aren't great either. We still haven't had a great MMA movie, right? I, uh, Warrior was a good movie. Warrior was good. Warrior was but not it's bad. not as good when you watch it back. As Wait, it, that's the one with Nick Nolte yes, as the dad. As the dad. And the two of them. It was it was good. It was the it best. It was the best one that they've done. But if you're an MMA fan, we haven't had our Rocky. They didn't really red belt. Listen, it, it didn't. Warrior didn't really nail what MMA was. That well, yeah, that's kind of true. You know, what I'm saying like like they, it was their own version of like what MMA was. Like there was the organization wasn't really like it. Just wasn't how it was like done. Here comes the boom. Here, Here comes, comes Boom was actually a surprisingly good movie. As um, yeah, there hasn't been. It's a good point you mentioned. There hasn't been a movie that just. Although I guess if you were like hardcore boxing fans, would have been like, yeah, Rocky was fucking like the actual boxing, and it was fucking like stupid Terrible. and slugfesty, like yeah. nonsense. You know what I mean? But Lionheart, Lionheart was MMA basically. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think. I don't know. It was Warrior was a good movie, but it wasn't a great movie. And like for a great movie involving MMA, that would there is a market open for that. Yeah, there's something there, guys. And make Billy them gay. Eichner make them gay MMA just fighter. to fuck yeah. us all up. Didn't they? Didn't they have a one that came out with Halle Berry as a MMA fighter? I didn't see that one. Was that good? Mm, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, all right, whatever. Let's Transformers. Fuck. Let's move. All right, fine, <laughs> fine. Let's talk some mixed Let's talk martial about some arts. Of the, these other things that are on here. We're 27 minutes in. We've mentioned nothing about it. No, 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 no. We we both uh, gave our individual analysis of the main event. <laughs> if you recall, uh, rules. I, I'm going to be honest. We're doing pretty good today, considering all okay. things. All things considered. All right. How about Randy Brown, uh, the defeating uh, Trinaldo? That that I watched. And dude, I that reminds me of that fight. movie Toy Soldiers. You remember Toy Soldiers? Yes, great fucking movie, dude. <laughs> Louis Gossett Jr. is the principal of the school. Loved it. So good, dude. You remember all the terrorists took over the school? Weird. Uh, um, Francisco Trinaldo was in that movie. That actually might be true. <laughs> I don't know that it's I true. It was, I just made it up. But it I don't. Be. I don't want to talk about it. it. Yeah, Randy Brown defeated Francisco Trinaldo. I think Randy Brown is a uh, a legit contender. Yeah. Uh, no, let's move on. I don't care about no that, nothing I, on that. I, I, I actually that was the one fight I thought was kind of interesting that I wanted to talk about. I don't. I don't care about uh, this card. All right, at all. fine. Forget it, Dave. I, break it down. Come on, Dave. Go into it. Well, deep, Trinaldo. Deep. Trinaldo's very tough. He's a fucking tough dude. But Randy Brown. Randy Brown's long, and he's got great footwork, and he's got really good striking. He's got. He's got good jujitsu. I think he's a fucking. He's an interesting guy to keep your. How eye long on. is he? Uh. Well, as long as, as, as long as the Godfather too. What is this? I don't bros? think so. 
So I'm just going to keep referencing movies for the rest of the show. <laughs> Dave, we got to take a moment and thank Manscaped.com for supporting today's show. I love my Manscaped trimmer. They have a whole package. They have a lot of products, but their trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, it is the best ball hair trimmer in the fucking world. If you guys, uh, I would never in a million years be trimming my ball hair if I didn't if I didn't have a fast, safe way to do it. I used to do it with a, uh, a Bic razor and risk slicing my dick up. It was fucking crazy. I would just I let it do turn it into a, a bush. I, I used a butter knife. And wow. it was, uh, ooh, the accidents were brutal. Yeah, dude. I What I would do is I would use a blowtorch, and I would try to have it the right amount of distance from my pubic hair, and I'd just go try to singe it Which all off. Which weirdly works. It does work, but you really are risking really terrible bodily injury. You don't need to do that anymore, guys. The Lawnmower 4.0 features cutting-edge ceramic blade that reduces grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It's a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and it gives you the ability to turn on the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when you need to have a more precise shave. And the best part of all, Dave, it's waterproof. I, I shave in the shower, and I just fucking literally... Do, one minute, I'm in and out. It's it's uh, great for people like me who want to have clean balls but also love deep sea diving. Yes, indeed. So right now, all you got to do is go to manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com, and use the promo code YOMMA when you check out, and you're going to save 20% off plus free shipping. 20% off this amazing, amazing deal and free shipping when you use that promo code YOMMA at manscaped.com. All right. Where were we? Um, yeah, sure. All right. Let's. Uh, what else is on here? What do you got, Lewis? There's a lot of other stuff. Okay. What, what do we got here? What are these on these notes? Vic, the, what, do you, what do you want to go with, Vic? You, you, you set Indiana us up. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. No, we're not talking other, more movies. We're going to move on to MMA now. Unless... What about the Mark Zuckerberg uh, <laughs> well, controversy? Okay. So what, Facebook exactly, movie. what exactly is the controversy about Mark Zuckerberg? I know he was there at the event, but I'm not aware they of the controversy. They closed down the whole event to the media, and they basically, it was like a private Facebook party for Mark Zuckerberg, his wife, and some Facebook people. Didn't um, Dana White deny that Mark Zuckerberg, like, bought out? They said he didn't buy it out, but but nobody else was allowed in there. So why is that controversial? Who cares? I I don't understand. I just think it looked like very elitist for the, the head of Facebook to be... Uh, having a pri- it was basically a private show as much as they didn't buy it out it was a private show for for Zuckerberg his wife and some of the executives at so, Facebook let's see the media was shut out from UFC fight night 211 card at the apex earlier in the week credentialed media members were allowed to attend Wednesday's media day for the event as well as Friday's official weigh-ins and face-offs but it already had been announced by the UFC that they wouldn't be allowed to cover the fights themselves the hot rumor was that Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg would be in attendance and for that reason the only media there would be in the form of UFC's broadcast partner, ESPN, which aired the fights. Um, yeah, look, I don't know why that's controversial. Um, elite, yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, uh, I just don't have a problem with it. I don't really give yes. a fuck. I, I believe um, very strongly that hierarchies exist because some people are better than others. And that they deserve to be better than others. That's, a, they, that's a harsh, elite, <laughs> white way of saying it. But I agree to a very large degree. And I know you're kidding to a certain degree. But I'm, not, to, I'm fucking around. No, but the hierarchies exist. And here's the positive side of that. In that we all, if those hierarchies didn't exist, human fucking greatness wouldn't exist. Yeah. If we didn't have something to strive that's what for. human greatness If I is. didn't want to fucking become Mark Zuckerberg and have them shut down the fucking apex for me, I might not, I might, I might not have Skankfest yes. or Gas Digital or all and these I, other fucking yes, things because we're all trying to achieve a certain level of greatness. So in a weird way, I respect it and I like it. Natalie, bomb drop. And I like it. I, uh, I think that there are arguments that Mark Zuckerberg is like in bed with the government and shit. And there are arguments that he is some type of other species, not <laughs> human. Alien, that's true. I've seen the arguments and they're pretty compelling. But just in general, the fact that some really powerful, important person wants to come and now he's so powerful that no one else gets to come because he wants to come. I just don't really have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't. Why, like, why weren't the ex- executives of Getter or Truth Social there? That's my question. It's true. They got to get on that level, bro. Very Look, true. There's uh. In, in the same way, like you were saying, I think you made a good point. 
If it wasn't for fucking people who achieve greatness, then you wouldn't want to achieve greatness. And you would, or if you weren't allowed to achieve greatness, get out of here with this communist horse to. shit, dude. Yeah, let Mark Zuckerberg. He's the fucking man, dude. He's Zuck. He wanted to go watch the fights with a few of his friends. More power to him. I got no issue with this at all. All right. You, I remember back the- uh, in the day. I think I've talked about this before. On, but you, I remember when we were like uh, young comics. Uh, John Mayer started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And he would just work at the cellar every night and just go up whenever he wanted to. And I remember there being like these young open micer comics who were like, that's such bullshit that he just gets to go up at the club, the number one club, whenever he wants to. Like he hasn't even like put in his comedy dues. And you're like, he's John Mayer. You fucking nothing. Yeah. Of course he can do what he What do you think he's going to do? Come work at an open mic with you? Yeah, he's well, gonna go up there. Look, I don't know that person's perspective, but in the in the fairness of the truth of the world, the comedy seller should have said, "No, you're a guitar player. You're not a comic. We have res- like the same way that the UFC shouldn't have let CM Punk fight. Yes, the same way that the UFC shouldn't have let CM. All Punk right, that's fight. a fair point. Or you know, if you know, if a comedian, if if Jerry Seinfeld is just famous. And he goes in and he's like, yeah, I want to mess around on the jazz piano. Let me see what I, and he goes to some jazz club. I think they should go, yeah, you're not really. The only time I might buy tickets to go to a jazz club. <laughs> they like... go, Seinfeld's. <laughs> Seinfeld's on bass tonight. You go, all right, I got to go check that yeah. out. Um, yeah, I, look, I, I think that um, also, you know, the UFC has the right, they're private business. I think that the, it also might help the UFC well, more. Well, the, the amount like, of buzz that is created by it, right? So there's this moment where the opportunity there is like, oh, the press isn't going to cover it, but the press is going to cover it because that's all the people are talking about, right? So the UFC and I think Dana White and them, they're very good at creating moments, right? I think they they they, yes. they see there's an opportunity, whether it's with Trump being in the crowd and the crowd chanting for Trump, even though there's a lot of negative press that comes with that, a lot of that just goes away. People are so fair weather that it's like all the, the, the UFC is also elite level like if you want to watch the fights it doesn't matter Dana White is a an unapologetic Republican Trump supporter right it doesn't really affect him the same way that it affects other people in the industry and may, I mean I'm talking about when uh, even when the 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 CEO of Equinox this was like in the news he was throwing a fundraising party for Trump during uh, oh really and it was like a big fucking thing like Equinox members were canceling their memberships they were fucking and it was like a it, but it went away soon enough, you know what I'm saying? Same exact sort of thing because they're an elite brand and people go like, well, what, are we going to go to Crunch? It ain't happening. You're going to go to watch Bellator? It ain't happening. So those guys are sort of in a, a category of their their own, you know? Um, but the, the UFC, I think that they sort of like creating these moments. I think Zuckerberg being there, the media being locked out, it gets people talking about it and it gets people talking about it in a very like, like that's a cool way. You're like, oh shit, one of like, the most powerful people in the world, in a, in a way, I don't know how powerful Zuckerberg no, he's is, pretty but powerful. When you consider you're at the, you're at the forefront of social media technology, and no, they, he's they very powerful. Instagram, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. They, the the power that's it's not. Yeah, it's really power. It's just un, undebatably like massively powerful, w- uh, like up there. Yeah, one of the most powerful people. Yeah, very very Mark, influential. Mark Zuckerberg can decide to um, turn up the volume on a story or turn down the volume on the story and affect how many people are aware of this yeah. across the world yeah it's a very he's a very powerful oh guy. i know it because they sure do turn in the volumes of my stories <laughs> they sure do <laughs> um, um by the way um can i just say here's some video of his wife watching the fight please uh, yeah that uh, everybody was paying attention to <laughs> that's his wife or is that his dry cleaner who is that <laughs> That is Mrs. Zuckerberg. He's married to an Asian. Anytime I see a white man that's attracted to Asian women, a little part of me thinks that they're fucking creepy rapists. Yeah, you're like, what I don't is this? Know, what, is this I, 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 I fucked some Asian chicks in my dad. I think Asian chicks are hot. I understand it. But whenever they're with, doesn't it seem a little fetish? You married her? What that's is this? A, a side plot on bros? <laughs> I thought we couldn't get worse than the bros stuff. and it, This it is actually did. worse. This is actually worse. I'm just saying. Interracial marriage? I'm not saying that every time it is. I'm just saying that very often I think, or I say every time, I see a white guy with an Asian chick that like wife's up an Asian chick. I'm like, you're a fucking weirdo, fucking fetishy motherfucker. I know what you Couldn't get one of your own? No. So you had to go fishing outside your pond? Because in our culture, like the way that Asian women are presented to us 
it's not presented like I almost feel like it's presented in like a uh, submissive way, like the like an like. Yes, I think there's something to that, and I think that a man who's attracted to that is a little bit of a fucking sociopath. I don't know if you're right. Physically, I think Asian chicks are hot. I would fucking Asian. So chick, maybe I would even be with one if I was say, like, and I met one that I really liked. But I would understand somebody thinking that about me. Well, maybe the problem is these white women aren't submissive enough I, anymore. I like this, Dave. I like this. this maybe they got to fuck it. This is a new Dave Smith. This is a president I'm going to vote for. <laughs> it's just I like will I, make. White White women submit again. When I see a photographer, when I see a male photographer, every time I think he's a rapist. Every time, dude. The whole profession is the creepiest, rapiest <laughs> shit ever. Do you ever see a photographer? This is hilarious. <laughs> what, Vicky? <laughs> I just don't know. Your takes are super hot. <laughs> You're off the charts, man. I see a guy with a camera on his iPhone. I go, oh, what are you using that thing for? Rape? You know what I'm talking about. You see a guy he's who's got like, off the rails. he's got chicks. He's taking pictures of chicks. Yeah, this one, this one was a bridge too far for me. No, even. it's not, dude. No, <laughs> you know this, dude. Every time I'm, look, I'm, if you don't, if you're taking pictures of mountains, I'm saying guys that are out there being like, oh, let me take your photo. And they bring some chick out to the woods and takes photos of them. They're fucking creepy, fucking rapey dudes. <laughs> Every time, dude. I mean, maybe if they're taking them to the mountains, sure. Not even just the mountains, dude. It could be in their studio. In the it could city. be in a back alleyway, dude. Male photographers are fucking predators, dude. You am I crazy, Natalie? Am I crazy in saying this? Do they not have a predatory no, type vibe, dude? Right? Kind of with. Thank you, dude. It's like they're looking through it, like, ooh, yeah. You seeing a hot girl and being like, "Come back to my studio. I'll take good pictures of you." That's a fucking rapey, creepy thing. I, I will say, not always, but think, often. No, no, I'm saying more right. often than half of them are are rapists. Uh, I'll I'll stand by that number, fifty percent. I, I, I do remember, so weird that you're bringing this up, but this is like years ago, but you remember when Ralph was dating that real crazy chick? Oh, uh, yeah, that crazy bitch. Really crazy. And we ended up finding her on like a YouTube channel, yes. some popular YouTube yes. guy who was like she's just banging her out on a bus. being a slut on this yeah. YouTube channel. But she was talking about- Ralph loved that girl. That was crazy. Yeah, it, well, she was talking about, um, I remember her telling me at Ralph, we used to have the studio there at Ralph's apartment, and she was telling me about- like all these uh, guys, the, the photographers who like post Craigslist ads, like, oh, well, I'll get you really great shots, and then just would bring them back to their studio and tell her to get naked and they'd take pictures of her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was crazy. She was just like, okay, fine. Blah, I love blah. shots. But they, yeah, like, that's just you what dumb they did. Dumb idiots. Now everyone's that's got a fucking, what they did. everyone's got a camera on their phone, these morons. But that, that was like, there's a whole industry of that of guys who just basically have to buy a nice camera and then can go, hey, free bikini shots if you come back to my place yeah. to take them and yeah that's their game look dude i would have done it back in the day if I you know if it. you could have afforded the camera oh, sure shit. Shit. <laughs> if you found a nice camera on the street you'd have done it um all right what else is going on here let's uh vanderlei silva loses out on brazilian congress okay all right I'm going to go ahead and say I think the people of Brazil made a wise decision on that. And I'm a Vanderlei fan. I think he's one of the greatest Vanderlei. fighters uh, to ever live. They I'm call you Vanderlei Smith. They, they do. They've, they have. Uh, but I get it. I'm not sure he was ready for all that. He did say he wants to fuck Chuck Liddell. He did. That's and then a tough he did, thing to get He past. did get uh, facial surgery to make him look like a cat. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. You see Vanderlei Show Vanderlei Silva now, dude. I wonder how cat-like he is. He was uh, these days. Remember how much his face I, changed I, when he got the surgery? It was very weird. I have an old show that we did where uh, Dan Soder was on, and he kept doing cat cat impressions of Vanderlei <laughs> Silva. That's it, it's right. amazing. We pretended to do it. We pretended to do an interview with him, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of look like the live action Cat in the Hat. You know, you know what he looks like. There was the a made for TV movie, a Stephen King movie. Um, thinner. No, no, no. Not thinner. It was a different one. Stand by me. No, come on, dude. It was made for TV. Mm hmm. The one with the truck. What is it? The car? Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Made for TV, Stephen King. The, li on. the Lion, the Witch, and the it, Wardrobe. Not it. There was another one. It was uh, It was like the post-apocalyptic. Narnia. The Stand? <laughs> the Stand, yes. Look up the, the Stand. Look the up name the of the comedy club yes. that we're going to after this. Yes. He, he looks like the, the character when the, the second half of the movie, he turned into like a cat person, dude. And I always thought Vanderlei Silva looked like this guy. We'll pull this up right now, Coop. Try to find the cat person from the stand. They're not going to call him a cat person, okay? That's my own take. If you type in cat person from the stand. We were trying that. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. I tell you that much. 
I just remember Dauber in that movie, the guy from Coach playing a mentally deficient a strong man. Yeah. But well, do, just kept going. do they do that now? Can we have retarded people or non-retards playing retards? That was a whole like guaranteed Academy Award back in the day. That was like DiCaprio's thing, right? Launched it, made him an A-lister. Yeah, dude, my my decades. left foot, well, what's his name? Uh uh Daniel Day Lewis, my left foot. Uh what's his name with uh um Tom Cruise's brother who is autistic? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin Hoffman, Rain, Hoffman. Rain Man, yeah, yeah Rain dude, Man. Re- dude, playing a retard, and it's the easiest thing to play. Yeah. Notice that I said mentally deficient, and Lewis said uh, another word. They did just remake the stand, and that character is still in it. And you, can I say it? Can best I s- believe that that guy's not really mentally disabled. Let me see, cat person. We oh. can't find the cat person. This I don't is know ridiculous. Just pull up, pull up an image from the movie The Stand, the '90s version. Just pull up an image. Type an image, pull it up on images. I guarantee it's going to fucking pop up. Dude, pull up Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull up fucking a lovemaking scene from Bros. <clears throat> well, I mean, obviously not that one, you, you fucking twit. <laughs> I'm losing it today. I'm not going to lie to you. It's so good. This is a good podcast. <laughs> it's a great I don't podcast. care how little we've talked about MMA. All right, whatever. These Move are from on. IMDb. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to fucking blow everyone's mind. Like, All right. Really Silva? All right, fine. This The joke probably won't hit because it'll be weeks late, but whatever. Everyone in the racist live chat has looked is just writing the stand over and over and over again, dude. Everyone knew what I was talking about. Okay. Uh, Daniel Cormier to ref in the WWE. UFC Hall of Famer and lifelong pro wrestling fan will serve as a special guest referee in a fight pitch match between UFC, ex-UFC fighter Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins in the upcoming Extreme Rules pay-per-view scheduled for October 8th in Philadelphia. That's kind of fun. What is the Extreme Rules pay-per-view? I'm sure they're they're trying to do MMA type shit. Well, it's in Philly. It's good. No, if I get if I had to guess, it's going to be almost like a a take on ECW ECW, hardcore weapons matches, things like that, Vic. Extreme Rules is all gimmick matches like like ECW, but the fight pit match is a caged pit with like a uh, ring down in it, and they actually get to climb up, and there's a platform to jump and do flips off of. It's pretty crazy. That's fun. Good for Daniel Cormier. Yeah. I mean, I would have thought if he was going to do it, he would have done something with like Brock Lesnar or like fucking, you know, some, something like that. Yeah. Well, but, honestly, uh, who knows? So remember when he also was supposed he's, he's to fight, reffing, he's remember reffing. he was supposed to fight Brock Lesnar. That was a big thing. Yeah. And they set it up with that like thing in the ring and uh, Brock Lesnar pushed him and shoved him like halfway across the ring. Yeah. Yeah. So. Look, here's the thing. Uh, I, I could easily say, I know Daniel Cormier has talked about wanting to get into the WWE. So I say keep our eyes on this. Keep our eyes peeled because I bet you something happens where he ends up getting into like a little bit of a tussle with a, a, a fighter or a wrestler. Well, you know they offered him the announcing position a couple of years ago. They wanted <laughs> him to be the play by the, uh, not the play by play, but the color man for SmackDown. Oh, come on, Vic. African American, easy. What are you doing, dude? Yeah. We have a lot of people. Colored, to to colored is really colored offensive. Man? The fuck is this in the 1940s? Uh, I'm, I've been canceled. Yeah, that's it, Vic. You have to go watch six hours of Bros. Then you'll be. I'll let be that uh, buying my Bros ticket right now, Dave. You're right. That's right. my that's my way out. It's nothing that can't be solved with a couple tickets to Bros. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll be watching that. I like Daniel Cormier. I think Daniel Cormier is also um, one of the best commentators. I think he's one of Agreed. the. I, I like listening to him speak on matters uh, uh, about martial arts and mixed martial arts. He's a very very smart, funny guy. I like him. I think Daniel Cormier. Not for nothing. I think he can go have a career in the WWE. He's charismatic enough. He started getting really good on the mic at the end of his career. All of yeah. his interviews were fucking bad. At the end of his career, so I can see something like that happen. He's a little bit older. If you're a fan of it, you're no, he's, athletic. Why not? Listen, first off, he's one of the best X's and O's MMA analysts out there. He's great on the mic. You're right. I mean, he had classic moments on the mic even before he was an announcer. I mean, the John Jones get your shit together, like fucking thing was great. Um, but I'd rather, you know, I don't want to lose him from MMA. I'd rather him continue to be the uh, the third mic on with Anakin Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Real quick. Let's do some plugs. We had a couple more stories here. We got to get out of here in a minute, Vic. Um, couple plugs. Number one, subscribe to Gas Digital. If you love this show, you can get the entire on-demand library, all ad-free, uncensored, and in one place. Subscribe with the promo code YOMMA. It'll give you a seven-day free trial. You save $1.50 a month. You get to keep the membership, and you have access to everything. All of our other shows, Legion of Skanks, Part of the Problem, Real Ass Podcast, 
Tons of amazing shows here on the network to check out. Um, some live dates coming up. I'm really in town. Skankfest is coming up. Shout out to York Kratom for presenting Skankfest. I'm, I'm going to be in Philly at the end of the month on the 30th with uh, Aaron Berg for the Offend Everyone Tour. Then Toronto next month and a bunch of other places next month as well. Um, go to lewisofskanks.com for those tickets and more. And uh, oh, yeah, if you guys want to tune in to Skankfest, we are offering Skankfest previews, or I'm sorry, Skankfest uh, pay-per-view streams. It's $10 per event if you want to stream them. If you want to watch the Harrington and Boogerbeard fight or Paco fight Dylan, both LS Mania fights are going to be streamed, um, plus a multiple Legion of Skanks, a part of the problem live stand-up show, like a political live show. Um, we're doing a bunch of stuff. Kill Tony, Goddamn Comedy Jam. I mean, so many amazing shows are going to be streamed from Skankfest, and it's just $10 per stream. Um yeah, guys, go subscribe. And if you guys want to get the entire weekend, all 12 shows, you, you save $20. It's only 100 bucks for the entire weekend. So if you guys can't be at Skankfest Live and you want to experience some of the festivities, you guys can stream them and then listen to them or watch them, rather, for 72 hours after they air. So you, uh, you, got, you can pick and choose which shows you want or you can get the entire weekend. If you guys want to check everything out, just go to mintcomedy.com. Mintcomedy.com is the premier in high-def comedy streaming. They do these streams every week from the Comedy Cellar. They do streams from the Comedy Store, the Roast Battle from the comedy store really really incredible streams i mean i'm not going to knock our streaming partner from last year but these guys knock it out it's of a the big fucking it's a big step up big 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 step up and the exact same price for the streams yeah look so. at that um dave uh i will uh of course be a skank fest and then i'm uh november 25th and 26th i will be uh in poughkeepsie at uh laugh it up with uh, Robbie the Fire Bernstein opening up for me. Uh, those are going to be some great shows, so come on out to that. The ticket links are up at comicdavesmith.com. And me and Lewis, we're doing a New Year's Eve show Hell yeah, together we are. at the Comedy Store back in Los Angeles doing a New Year's Eve show, which was our residency for a while. But this is the first one since, first one since the 2019. Pandemic. Was yeah. uh, the last time we did a New Year's Eve show out there? So me and Lewis will have some other great comics on. We that have a show bunch of great well. ones. I, I know a bunch of New York guys already want to go out that I've talked to that yeah. are that are going to come out. A bunch of well, killers like anyone, Zach and anyone Fix. who's willing to come out to Los Angeles for 150 bl- bucks plus food <laughs> is uh there. No, there was we're going to put on a fucking great show for you guys. So if you're around for New Year's Eve in the Los Angeles area, come on out for that. And uh, yeah, part of the problem right here at the Gas Digital Network, of course, Legion of Skanks. All right, real quick, let's take a moment and thank YoKratom.com for supporting today's show. YoKratom.com is home of the $60 Kilo, and they are the marquee sponsors for many, many great things here at the Gas Digital Network. If you guys are over 21 years old and in the market for Kratom, you got to get it from YoKratom.com. Hell yeah, YoKratom.com, the best sponsor we have here. And uh, if you if you use Kratom and you enjoy it, please go get it at YoKratom.com. They have the best Kratom. It's delivered right to your door. It's the best prices, $60 a kilo, and you're helping us out. Yeah, you don't have to go to a gas station or a smoke shop to grab your Kratom. Have it delivered to your door in the best way possible. YoKratom.com. All right, where were we? Um, Vic, I think we should go with your triangle of truth, but we have some other topics that we never got to, so I'd say triangle some of those topics, if you ask me. Okay, I can can answer. shape of men the only shape that real men fight in the triangle it's true that is true i I heard that dave once spent three months refining his comedy and his political platform in a triangle that's how hardcore the triangle is best three months of my life it made you sharp made you edgy it wasn't fun but i had to do it ultimo ultimo dave all right, so let's uh, let's go through some of these here. Uh, it's going to be Jake Paul says he's coming to MMA. He says, I'm working with a big organization right now, a whole thing in MMA. It also has to do with me fighting, and we're going to have an announcement soon. He says he's going to work with Javier Mendez out there in AKA. Thoughts? I mean, look, here's the thing. I think it'd be great. I think Jake's young enough to really do whatever he wants. Um, But I do think he really is just looking past Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva is a fucking stone cold killer. I follow Anderson on Instagram. He just, dude, he's a fucking lifetime martial artist. It's not like he's training like, oh, I need to go and fucking fight. Like it was when you watch Woodley like train, you're like, oh shit, he's putting together a camp and he's trying to beat Jake Paul. And this is like a Anderson just fights. He just is. And I think that, you know, I'm just sort of watching the way that Anderson moves. It's so confident, and he's just 
He's such a fucking killer. I think Jake Paul needs to be focused on what's ahead of him. Because you did say this, David. I don't think that it completely kills his career if he loses to Anderson Silva, but it does stop that momentum right in its tracks. Yeah, it's a it, look. I'm not saying it completely kills his career either. I'm just saying it raises the question of what is his value if we see him get fucked up. You know, like Conor McGregor, I, I compare it to that when he was just unstoppable and undefeated and then Nate Diaz fucked him up. And what he had to do to get that back was run it back at the same fight in the same weight class and win. And even then he eked out a decision, but then he went and won the lightweight title and then he was kind of like back. I don't know. Look, I don't know what's, if that can happen with Jake Paul. Jake Paul hasn't built up as much capital as Conor McGregor had. He hadn't slept Jose Aldo. I don't know, but it would be kind of funny if Jake Paul came into MMA and his first fight in MMA was against a legitimate, really good boxer. Yes. <laughs> and he finally fought him yeah. in MMA. Like, maybe that's what he could do. I do think that even after getting beat by Anderson Silva, coming to MMA might be enough that it... it you know it sparks some interest so we'll see yeah very interested to watch what happens if he does truly fight mma i would love to watch it sure. i'll say that's one thing that the, the a lot of these celebrity boxers somebody tweeted this and it was just such a great it was a it was an mma fighter i forget which one it was but he was like he was like all these guys talk about fighting he's like but none of them want to go and step into mma all these celebrities all these youtubers all these guys go do mma it's a completely different game it is literally i mean literally five times the physical output right you have to have five times the knowledge you have to have so much there's so much more going on, um, and yeah, I want to see the first the first guys that do that. Two big fucking you know YouTubers or two celebrities that say oh, I'm going to really go and train MMA and get good at that. I'll be very very impressed with that. So we'll see what happens, Vic. Well, just and just before we go to the next topic, just for example, I'm not trying to like I'm not shitting on Jake Paul for this because he's impressive, but Jake Paul versus Ben Askren or uh, Tyron Woodley in an MMA fight, he would have zero chance. He would have had zero chance to beat those guys. Yeah. They'd both have uh, a thousand times in a row. Fuck him up. And I mean, MMA. zero. I mean, uh, zero is an extreme. But no, he he would get fucked up by both of them. I agree. Every time. But, you know, but look, is there a path to him beating Ben Askren in MMA? There's a path to him really hunkering down and learning how to wrestle. And I think he's got a little bit of a wrestling background. Still not going to happen. He's not. But look, he still did knock him the fuck out. All he's got to do is keep his hand and throw those fucking hands. And, you know, those little gloves. Jake's got a hard shot, dude. That's a legit thing right there. You can't learn that. So, all right, Vic, go ahead. So uh, we're changing it up a little bit here, but I don't know if you guys heard, but Ben Rothwell made his debut at BKFC this weekend. Burger and, King? Uh, Burger King, yes. He, he's got a couple Whoppers, uh, Burger King, the no, King sandwich. They're open late. Crispy chicken, chicken fries. Remember chicken fries? I'm not but anyway, it took, took him 19 seconds to uh, finish his opponent. Let's see. Can we see it? Big Ben Rothwell. Oh, oh, just not fun. I th honestly, not for nothing, dude. I, the more I watch BKFC, the more I don't like it. Hmm. You know, it doesn't really have the fighter's best interest in mind. No, I, it's not that the UFC does, but I think that they've created a rule set to like legitimately give these guys long careers. These guys are going to break their fucking knuckles on each other's heads. They're they're tearing each other's faces up. They're they're creating a lot of scar tissue. It is going to impede them to for for a future fighting career. If they want to continue on to boxing or MMA afterwards, I think BKFC the smoke's going to clear, and a lot of these guys are going to shatter their hands. They're going to have too much scar tissue. They're going to be getting cut up. Coop, did you want to chime in? I, I see you wanted to jump yeah, in there. Yeah, I was going to say it also seems like sort of a mirage because they offer these guys a ton of money. Like you hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I got a bigger payout than I ever did in the UFC." But to your point, it's kind of just like. You know, a career in the NFL versus a career in the MLB. Yeah. The longevity's not there. Yeah. I mean, I think that it, it's certainly for guys like uh, seeing like guys who have retired um, and they're like, hey, this is my last fight or something like that. I kind of get it. Or seeing guys like MVP go over there was a little bit strange. Yeah. So, you go, so you're going to go do this thing and then lose a fight 
You know what I mean? And like, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I thought you guys. were being set up to go to the UFC and go like be yeah. a big guy. It's I, I don't he's know. He's a good dude. I met him in England when we were out there. He's a really good dude, and he's a really really talented fighter. Like I said, I, I I'm not hating on it, and good for the guys that are going and doing it and making some cash. I'm just saying that it's it's it is really fucking brutal, right? And I feel like I'm watching. I'm not like when I'm watching the sport of mixed martial arts or even boxing or jujitsu or any of these things. Yes, they're hurting each other. But it feels like it just feels more like martial arts. It feels like there's like a level of like respect. This is some. This feels like it should be happening at a bar. This yeah, it feels this. This feels like it's like the guy who owns this doesn't really give a fuck about these guys at all. I mean, what they're doing to each other and they're, I mean, every single fight you see, they're really just a fucking bloody mess. They're breaking their hands constantly. I just don't see it as being necessarily like, like if my son wanted to bare knuckle box, I would have a really big issue with it. Whereas if he wanted to box or do MMA, I would support him completely. Right. I just, I would just be like, yeah, I don't really think it's, you know. All right. Well. Uh, I guess this brings us to our third topic. James competed in BFX. All right, <laughs> uh, guys, we have that clip. Go ahead, Vic. Let's wrap it up. What do we got here? It, oh, there's a couple of things, but we'll make it real quick. It's a triangle. Uh, you get one more. Uh, well, look. All right. Uh, Helen Peralta was scheduled to appear in Invicta FC 49. This is how she weighed in. Guys, if you want to show the pictures here. And uh, she was, she, it said blank it looks Disney. Like, it looks like me without my shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the other one, actually, that I want to mention, I'm going to sneak it in. I don't care what you say. Antonio Noki died. A lot of people. Oh, he died. As deep. Yeah, he died at age 79. Uh, he had that famous fight with Muhammad Ali where he fought off his back. Right. A lot of nerds like Ariel Hawani say that he, that's the that's the first real MMA match. I understand so, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, we watched that. We watched that very, whole fight. It was a very weird ended up being fight. a draw. Antonio Noki wouldn't get off his back. Um and yeah, Muhammad Ali didn't really know what to do. He just kept on kicking him in the ankles. That's right. Yeah, this was the whole what match. If, very, very boring. What if Billy Eichner played Anoki in the uh, the bros version of this story? <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, RIP to Antonio Anoki and uh, that girl that weighed in with that with her tits out. Yeah, good for her. Not a bad set of hangers. I mean, what it was? She was just trying to lose every last pound she could. I guess. Or she was. Trying, she was making a point. I think. Right. Okay. She was in protest. Right. Yeah, she was on the Ultimate Fighter, and they did it, and they made her re redo it without her, her uh, with her shirt on. So uh, she was mad about that. Apparently. Mm. Okay. Well, you know, more power to her. Women. All right. Fucking women are. They really are retarded. Well, yeah, I know someone's enjoying bros. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's wrap this one up. Thank you for supporting today's show. Shout out to Yo Kratom for uh, always supporting the show and being a sponsor to the show. Home of the $60 kilo. Go grab one from YoKratom.com. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Almost a skank fest, baby boys. Let's go. Yo, MMA.